Greetings, Alpha Seekers. Uh, Welcome to the Sunday edition. And as you know, today's the day that I read the uh, Tribune, so you don't have to. And uh, not much to report, really. Pretty lean Tribune. So today's episode will be devoted to uh, Seeking Alpha, uh, Wall Street Breakfast the Week Ahead, uh, October 26th edition. Sorry about yesterday, those of you who listened, I got a phone call in the middle of this, and the good news is that the podcast is interruptus uh, phenomenon, hopefully will abate, because uh, I'm going to start trying to do this on an iPad instead of an iPhone. So, uh, Big Tech gets the big test next week, according to Seeking Alpha, which is the publisher of what I'm sharing with you today. Uh, so we got, wow, Apple, Facebook, Amazon, and Google. And I think that accounts for like 35% of the S&P 500 because these stocks are so big. Uh, and let's see, Wedbush thinks these reports will be another leg up on the tech rally. There's a lot of debate about that. Uh, their picks are... Microsoft, Salesforce, and uh, here's a company I never heard of, Zscaler, which is cybersecurity, NASDAQ symbol Zeta Sierra. And there's a focus on, there's going to be a hearing this week uh, about what's called Section 230 immunity. And I think that's Section 230 of the FCC uh, code. Basically, that's what exempts the uh, the the big web companies from taking any responsibility or having any liability for what they publish. So um, that's a big one for them, and I think both parties, oddly enough, might want to control speech. Which you know, that's funny. Everybody wants to control speech. They just want to control what's said in their favor, you know, and that's where the trouble comes. So Mark Zuckerberg gets another trip to Washington. Jake Dorsey's coming this time, and Sundar Pichai, I think. He's the guy who runs Google. So that should be... I will not watch that. You have to watch that on your own. I'll read about it, but I can't listen to that kind of stuff. It's just too painful. So, uh, historic 33% Q over Q, quarter over quarter surge, and third quarter GDP is expected to be reported, basically because we had a 31% drop in Q2. So what that tells you is basically the economy has almost recovered, yet um, the official forecast from the Fed is for GDP to decline by 4% which would make it the single biggest single-year drop since at least World War II, which is not good. But this is, like, worse than Pearl Harbor, for sure, this virus. I mean, you know, between the virus and the civil unrest, I mean, you might as well have dropped, you know, you might as well have bombed Chicago, for example. There's a Robin Hood conference this week. That's interesting. And uh, SPAC creation... Uh, Lordstown Motors, whatever that is, symbol ride. 
And here's some stuff that doesn't really, let's see. What else is reporting? Microsoft reporting this week. Uh, Pfizer, that'll be interesting. Merck, for those of us who follow the pharma space. Amgen. Uh, Twitter, Visa. Visa's a good indicator of the spending patterns. Facebook we mentioned. A couple of oil companies, which nobody cares about anymore. Mm, let's see. Yeah, Apple, of course. You know, that's not an alpha stock these days. What else? A few IPOs, nothing too interesting. Lyra Therapeutics, don't know anything about the. Oh, actually, let's see now. Lockups are expiring on a couple of companies. Uh, Lyra Therapeutics, I don't know anything about that, but typically when the lockups expire, that's a buying opportunity because a lot of supply comes on the market. So Lyra Therapeutics, you might want to check that out. Symbol L-Y-R-A and Zentalis. Don't know anything about that either, but Z-N-T-L, the uh, lockups are expiring on that. Let's see. Okay, we got a FDA advisory committee meeting. Those of you who are uh, bold, you can always take a bet on that. This is NeoVasc, symbol NVCN, which is a reducer device. I don't know what that is. Um, and then the FDA action date arrives this week for Kayla Pharmaceuticals. Symbol K-A-L-A, which is an ophthalmic suspension for dry eye. This is their second crack, so I wouldn't necessarily comment on whether that's a good or bad thing, but hopefully second time's a charm. And all these, I don't know if there's options on them, but, you know, for the bold, you can go into these approvals and their binary events, and, you know, you can, you can do... One of the positions you can take is called a strangle. You can buy a deep out-of-the-money put and a deep out-of-the-money call. And if it moves a lot either way, you're a winner. And it usually will, depending on what the percentage of the company's revenue the product represents. Like, if that's all they got, it's particularly going to explode one way or the other. So those options are always pricey, though, because the risk is so high. And... Uh, not for the faint of heart, but if you're an alpha seeker and you know how to trade options, there's your there's one of the things you can do. Um, there's some presentations. There's an allogenic, allogeneic cell therapy summit. I don't know what that is. This week with presentations from Adiset Bio, uh, ACET, Allogene Therapeutics, ALLO. Atara Biotherapeutics, A-T-R-A, Bluebird Bio, B-L-U-E, that's an easy one to remember, Precision Biosciences, D-T-I-L, Eli Lilly, of course, L-L-Y, the only big company there, and TCR2 Therapeutics, um, T-C-R-R. So uh, this Fisker thing is one, another one of these electric cars. Some SPACs coming in there. Uh, this is... I, I am not going to get into that. Uh, 
And there evidently is an annual uh, Robin Hood Investors Conference. Uh, now, I don't know if this is the Robin Hood. Actually, I don't know if this is the app. Um, I think maybe this is one of those benevolent organizations. Anyway, you're going to see David Einhorn, Greenlight Capital, who is a big, big name in the business. Uh, Citadel's Ken Griffin, who is spending like, I don't know, $500 million on stopping this graduated tax referendum in, in Illinois. Larry Kudlow, who we see plenty of. Uh, getting clipped Asnus from AQR Capital Management. Uh, Lily's CEO. Dave Ricks, Regeneron's co-president, George Iancopoulos. The SoftBank, guy from SoftBank, their COO. And Robin Hood's Wes Moore. So, uh, nothing here worth sharing, I don't think. Okay, there's nothing worth sharing there. Uh, Diva Systems is an interesting company. Um, analyst and Investor Day, October 29th. Diva is from my old stamping grounds of pharma. It's like a, kind of like a CRM system, I think. Uh, marketing integration type of system. So that's, you know, I don't know. It's like tied to pharma and there's only so many pharma companies. So I don't know. Whether that's something I would want to seek alpha and frankly, might be a takeout opportunity. I don't know. Let's see. Barron's this week. Uh, recommended as a, recommended Coca-Cola, symbol KO, as an underappreciated post-pandemic play. Hedge against the weak dollar. 75% of its profit outside the U.S. In the world of REITs, uh, they talk about positive trends for medical real estate, uh, which, in which case the Community Healthcare Trust, symbol CHCT on the New York Stock Exchange, and Physicians Realty Trust, also on the NYSE, symbol DOC, D-O-C, and Healthcare Realty Trust. Symbol HR. And maybe time to look at tech companies outside the U.S. for growth. That's interesting. Alibaba. A company that's got a real long name. Symbol HTHT. Uh, Innovent Biologics, which is a pink sheet. I wouldn't go there. Emerging markets, though, generally, and that makes sense. I think if you're going to see a blue wave, the U.S. is going to become less of a free market, arguably, and uh, leaving the rest of the world relatively more competitive. So that's, uh, that's about it. I think I'll probably leave it at that today. Um, so live long, prosper, uh, stay safe. And we will talk to you uh, soon. <clears throat> Bye-bye.